Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, it's Murad Morali and welcome to Hashtag I'm Over It, where we talk all things from pop culture to trending topics and have important discussions. Be sure to let me know what you guys are over to with the hashtag I'm over it because we have a lot to get into. And definitely don't forget to click that button and subscribe. It's just one click for consistent content always. Hey guys, hopefully you guys are having a great morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you guys are listening to my podcast. As you can tell by the title, you know, a much demanded one. A lot of you guys have been asking me since the Winter Love Island has ended as to why Winter Love Island failed, why it effectively flopped, why it wasn't that great, why we anticipated it to be something, you know, just amazing and it really did not meet our expectations unfortunately and why we don't want it to come back again but it looks like it's going to be coming back anyways next winter where do i begin with this whole topic situation i don't even know we've got so many i've got like bullet points added a whole analysis child i've even got ideas to add i've got so much to talk about when it comes to this season and where they just went wrong so many times and hopefully the producers are listening to this i know they watch my videos child so i'm sure you listen to the podcast get into it subscribe hashtag I'm over it and hopefully you guys are taking notes yourselves because you guys need to know where you guys messed up and listen if you guys are scouting and if I'm in a good mood then maybe I'll work with you guys to amp up the next show because yeah we got a lot to talk about today but yeah whether you're on the way to work driving in the gym going to school or about to go to sleep a lot of you guys have been saying that you love listening to my podcast as you like re- um, relax in bed because my voice is very relaxing apparently and it helps you calm down it soothes you i appreciate you guys telling me that and you know if you want me to do some asmr kind of videos i'm there you're there it's going to be a moment so i don't mind doing any of that but anyways let's get into this whole situation why winter love island failed first and foremost first and foremost there was a lack of innovation there was a lack of innovation and i strongly believe this was one of the main issues for this show because they thought you know what if it ain't broke don't fix it use the same formula it was great in the summer it'll be great in the winter this is where they messed up because if we see the same thing twice what it becomes is oversaturation and you're putting that content literally in our mouths and you're shoving it down our mouths and whatever and we don't want the same thing twice and there was a lack of innovation because why would we in the winter we as british people we already complain about the weather anyways whether it's summer 
too hot, too cold, whatever it is, we're always complaining. So why would we, in the cold, in these storms that keep hitting us every single damn weekend, Storm Ali, Storm Sierra, Storm I don't have time for this nonsense, so many of these damn storms are hitting us, why would we want to be watching people in the sun, relaxing, living their best life, when we, in this UK atmosphere, this UK weather, we are suffering? So I don't understand why they did that in the first place. But yes, why would they give us a summer setting when we are going through the winter? What they should have had was it should have been set in the Alps. They would have been, you know, in massive cabins instead. And, you know, people want to show the bikinis and hot bodies. You would have had sauna scenes. You would have had hot tub scenes. You would have had them, you know, skiing together as well. Or roasting marshmallows. Um, roasting, um, I was about to say mushrooms. Roasting marshmallows. Like something different. Different scenery. And I feel like that would have worked. And I feel like you could have shown, you know, the bikinis and the skin and the bodies and whatever in so many different scenes. The cabins could have been chilled or large places as well. So I feel like if you're giving us Love Island winter, it needs to be winter-related, winter-themed, winter-associated. Because if it is not, we're going to be confused because we're going to get the same thing twice. And I genuinely feel like we just don't need that. Nobody asked for it. And it just didn't make any sense. The audience literally dropped right from the start. Right from the start, there was down by 800,000 people, exactly nearly a million compared to the opening episode for the summer season. So already they were already at a disadvantage because, you know, you're having it in a winter version and it's a completely different setting, completely different time as well. Like a winter kind of era time, people are going to be busy with exams. People are going to be busy with, um, you know, essays, uni. Majority of the time it's after the summer. Majority of the time, sorry, it's after the summer exams. So, you know, I feel like winter is also a time where people just don't have time for that twice. Then we also had the Ofcom complaints. We had 700 Ofcom complaints in relation to so many of these cast members, whether it be, you know, um, Ollie Williams and the seemingly privileged man posing with dead animals. We had Connor with his controlling behavior, which I wouldn't say is a massive issue, but the exposed racist messages definitely were. A massive issue and then we had like the Aladdin comments and the racist related stuff in that kind of context as well so there were many kind of Ofcom complaints literally within the first three days first four days you know and this in itself Love Island normally gets a lot of Ofcom complaints but not at this particular time period so that in itself already shot itself in the foot not only have we lost a million viewers not only are you giving us the same kind of scenery same exact kind of content twice a year which we're already going to get bored with but as well as that there's already so many Ofcom complaints so it wasn't really starting that well at all then we have this lack of drama Lord have mercy. From the corner friction to the new twins, the hype fizzled out very quickly. And this is the key phrase. Quickly, quickly is the key phrase. Beloved, if you're coming in as a bombshell and you're leaving as a clown, then it's then this a whole issue because the drama quickly surges and quickly evades, quickly fizzes out, quickly declines and goes away and dissolves. So it becomes short-lived, which allows us to not really be interested in these characters because if you want to build a bridge of drama, child, we need to walk on that bridge and get to the other end. And if we can't get to the other end, we immediately become disinterested. And when you keep giving us these type of short-lived drama narratives, we just get bored of the characters. And I feel like drama really needs to stand, it needs to be longevity. And there just simply wasn't with 
any of the characters there wasn't and i feel like this was a major issue the quick downfall between leanne and mike which we all assumed was which we all assumed was going to be great as well we didn't expect that to happen when leanne and mike got together we were like this is the first black couple together love island history this is actually a big moment whether people don't think it is or not it is definitely a big moment only for leanne to not really be into mike and that really kind of just fell and crippled in a matter of seconds which was just unfortunate but it is what it is if she didn't like him she didn't like him it is what it is then we had the quick downfall of Rebecca. Lord have mercy. She was the only bombshell that really came in and had some, you know, depth, let's just say. Her entrance was everything. Then the drama with Shonice was everything as well. This was just a lot. And it was the only drama that we had that actually had a few days where it lasted. It had a narrative. It had a story. They made up again and they were being shady again. That kind of friction, we all got to see it for a while. Apart from that, all the other drama was short-lived. And then how irrelevant did... Rebecca come. She was firmly on the team of Team Oxygen, Team Furniture. She became a whole oxygen thief. She was just there thieving the oxygen. And this is what I'm saying. She became so useless when it comes to the show, but she was so powerful when she first entered. That disparity is absolutely shocking. Like, for example, Maura from the last season came in as a bombshell. Molly May came in as a bombshell. These two girls did what they needed to do and they got to the final. They had a long time and they filled it all in. So I feel like that is what bombshells should do and we're always going to compare it. We're always going to compare it. It's just the lackluster, the lack of charismatic behavior. There was no charisma when it comes to the majority of these casts. There wasn't anybody that we'd like to see forward continuously. They were bringing the drama, but also the kindness. We never really got that balance. And it became quite annoying. And then we had this whole Casa Amor situation, which really became anticlimactic. Because when it came with Shoshana and Callum, which were poised to be the couple to break down and have a massive argument it didn't really go like that and we didn't really expect that much vim from shauna which i expect what i which i personally expected and you know normally last year and the year before there was massive arguments there was confusion there was talks there was tension there was friction all of that just kind of died down everybody became friends it became too wholesome i'm not mad at a wholesome cast but you need to have charisma in order to me in order for me to love that wholesome cast if you're just wholesome and boring child i'm over it this will hands down go down as the most boring season of Winter Love Island. They really messed it up. I'm not mad at the scenery, to be honest with you. I'm mad at the casting. I feel like 90% of the casting was not good. And I just feel like you need to have a good cast where they're not afraid to say what they want. You need to bring in the Annas and the Mandys and the Moras, child. You need to bring them all in. And we need to have a whole situation because this is what we turn for Love Island. We turn to see the love, the moments, the emotional connections. But we also turn to see the, the, the laughter and the drama and just the friction between people. This is what we... This is what Love Island is known for. And this is what it has been known for for the last three years. So you can't really change it up now. They're also now bringing a six-week situation. So Love Island summer is going to be the same amount of time, which I think is pretty dumb. It should be eight weeks because that gives us a long t- longer time for us to get to know these characters. And when these characters fall in love within six weeks, quotation marks, we're not going to think it's real because it's simply just too much of a short time and we're not used to it. So I don't know why they're killing their own show, but this is basically what Love Island are doing and they're doing it for free. Nobody's paying them to do this. And I find it to be so irritating. We had a few viral moments. I feel like Shawnice, you know, gave us that meme face when Rebecca walked in. And, you know, she was one of the best character developments. I'm not mad at her at all because she was somebody who gave us the drama. She irritated us. We love to hate her, especially me. But then as the story went on. As- Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The show went on. I loved her. She had the character development. And, you know, we got to see more sides of her. And I feel like they, she was multifaceted. She was, she was one of the most multifaceted contestants. One minute we despise her, hate her. She is talking down upon people, degrading them. The next minute we're seeing a very sweet and loving. And I feel like Luke T brought the best out of it. And we got to see so many different sides. And that was what we like. To see different sides of people as well. To see a story behind, behind people. And I like that. Where I feel like many of the cast members, once we saw who they were the first week, this is how they remained within their characters as the stories went on. Whereas Shonice just showed us different sides. I, pres- I assume the producers allowed us to see that as well and we have to add that to this conversation there was also a lack of personal connections there was no girl gang we didn't have the anna amber and yuande kind of click nor did we have the boy chemistry of chris and kem so when you don't have these connections when you don't have these contestants who are able to connect with each other with their personalities with their funny humor and type of stuff then it it damages our bridges to getting to know them if Anna, Amber and Yuane, for example, did not click up and become all like a cute trio, we wouldn't have known or loved them as much because we were able to see how they got on with each other. And that became something for us. The chemistry between Chris and Kem, how they were going back and forth, laughing 24-7 and this kind of bromance going on. We seeing them getting along makes us like them more. So we seeing the girls getting on makes us like them more. We see um, Tommy and Curtis get along makes us like them more. To be honest with you, that bromance was dead. But you know what I mean? Like, if we see people getting along, we like that. And there was none of that going on. We didn't see that main kind of bromance. We didn't see that main kind of, you know, girls clicked up or whatever. We just, I didn't get that vibe. And I feel like it's just such a shame because if we had those connections, those pure, strong connections in this villa from two boys or three, four girls or two girls, then it would have made us like the show even more. People claim their besties with these people and their besties with that people. Great. But I wish we just saw that in the show where they were showed the best moments or they showed them getting along or they showed them as clicked up or showed them as a group so that we could have liked them even more than we already do. And I feel like there was a lackluster of not only drama, but also a lackluster of genuine kind of personal personal connections in terms of how we saw it in for the last couple of years not only that but i also feel like caroline flack's death which shocked and stunned people it really put a bleak atmosphere on the show to only replace it with a presenter who was arguably seen as proper 
but bland, when people like Maya Jammer and Gemma Collins could have been replacements to help spur more viral moments. The key word is viral moment. You need to have viral moments to maintain conversation. This is why they love Shonice, because she was giving us the viral memes 24-7. If you are a meme queen, then you are somebody who's bringing in the ratings, bringing in the conversation, and that's what we need. And I genuinely feel like she was doing that. Caroline Flack's death, unfortunately, put a bleak kind of atmosphere on the show. A lot of people felt very uncomfortable watching the show me included i was like i don't even want to watch this like i'm kind of over this like i felt very weird watching it. I, I even felt bad watching it but then when you replace it with somebody who is quite bland she is a good presenter but she is bland she doesn't hit the mark like that when you have other people like Jemma collins my Jemma, or any other anybody else who i feel like just has a little bit more flair and a little bit more charismatic stuff especially when they're walking in and the acute catwalk that would have been nice to see so I feel like that in itself, the lackluster of a replacement and in Caroline Flack's death were also two significant factors. And the last one I feel is that there was no Love Island reunion. When I mean, you don't have an official Love Island reunion, there's other small groups here and there. When you don't have an official Love Island reunion, it does become an issue. Because it's like, now we want to see what wraps up. But to be honest with you, number one, the death of Caroline Flack. And also, what is there for them to reunite about? I really don't understand. Is it every day talk about Mike and Leanne? Is it every day Mike, Leanne and Priscilla? This dead triangle that nobody really cares for anymore. Mike likes Priscilla. Priscilla likes Mike. Leanne doesn't care about it. Let's move on. I come over it. There really isn't much else to talk about. Callum and Shona, okay, they've addressed it. It's boring. What else is there? There's nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like there is absolutely nothing else to talk about. And this is what I find it irritating because when you have short filled narratives or drama, you can't carry that onto the show and, th- and to the end of the show. And there's nothing for you guys to reunite or even talk about. And the conversations become bland, empty, and we become bored. Overall, I feel that the top characters for me were Shawnees and Mike. Shonice brought us this multifaceted perspective we liked and disliked her so many times and Mike carried on the drama so many times the way he read Luke M the way he went from Leanne the kind of breakdown situation to then Jess then Priscilla it was everything and the kind of back and forth with Shauna it was very interesting so I feel like these two really were shining and I feel like these two you know gave us so much content and from that perspective they were very good casting and I just feel like you know from a lack of innovation to the audience low ratings to Ofcom complaints to the lack of drama as well to the anticlimactic kind of Casa Amor a lack of charismatic kind of behavior from contestants then we had like um, just lack of personal connections and girl cliques and boy chemistry Caroline Flack's death unfortunately then the replacement was quite poor the no love island reunion really became the main factors and fundamental aspects as to why I believe Love Island winter failed. I genuinely hope that moving forward for the future, when it comes to Love Island summer and even the winter the next year, they can take down these notes and they listen to this podcast, video, whatever, and we can discuss this and we can talk about it and we can just be like, you know, I say we, like I'm going to be in the boardroom, um, boardroom but these times hopefully they can just change these kind of narratives and hopefully we just get a really good cast for next year because i really do feel like um love island 2019 really was just the elite cast i'm sorry it was the elite cast for me 2016 season two everybody loves that one which i feel like was cute and it had a lot of drama it was very unfiltered and there was a lot going on and that definitely is up there as number two but i feel like Love Island, Love Island 2019 was number one for me. I just feel like it was just all such a natural development of drama, such natural development of narratives. Nothing seemed to be so extra forced, like 
extra forced and i feel like it was just a supreme kind of cast for me and i feel like season five is the best for me season two shortly after then maybe i would say series three or four that would follow behind and that's really it for now love island winter is way deep down 12 feet on, in the ground child not even six feet um 12 feet in the ground because i don't even know where that fits it's just it is what it is and hopefully they can really come and correct this show for the next season because if they keep coming at us with these dead seasons every six months this show is going to be over in under two years mark my words the thing is with the british public once we get tired of something that's it i'm over it we're done we're done big brother is no longer around and i just feel like i'm a celeb as well here and there doesn't really have that much higher ratings the circle isn't that great love island dominates but if it keeps doing this it's going to kill the show and we don't want that to happen especially with love is blind now being confirmed with a uk version and an additional netflix related season two season as well we're going to be watching that although isn't much longer at all in comparison to love island these still could be minor competitive factors when it comes to other shows because they are on other networks and you know production companies like netflix if they're not on the same as itv so it's not really a ma- it's a major issue for them if this these 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 things get better um bigger and better and if channel 4 brings out another dating show they've got one called five guys a week or whatever something like this i don't even know i just find it interesting you know just don't mess up the mark and i feel like with these factors raised and analyzing this particular season really taking it slow and really assessing the lack of progression when it comes to these factors and how they kind of led to the failure of Love Island Winter. Hopefully they cannot repeat these mistakes for when it comes to the future, when it comes to future shows, when it comes to Love Island, because just the lack of drama, please, man. It was so boring. I'm not mad at a wholesome cast, guys. I'm not mad at a wholesome cast, but you need to have charisma in order for us to like you, have affinity with you, have a relation with you to like your wholesomeness. If we don't like you, we find you boring and we just see like, and you're being all wholesome like i'm over it and i'm pretty sure a lot, a lot of people were, were as well like the fact that it was a million people down nobody was checking from it from the jump they must have saw the cast video and they were like i'm over it so i just feel like you know a million people normally when you do a different time error okay cool there's gonna be a dip in ratings but a million people is a lot now i'm not mad at them renewing winter love island simply because you know they had good ratings and they made a lot of money out of it and if you make a lot of money out of it there's potential for you to make more money out of it if you make your improvements so i'm not mad at them coming back next year come and give me the content child i'm going to be there reviewing it every day i'll be there you'll be there love island i'll be there you guys will be there watching it and it'll be a whole moment or i'll try to turn it into a moment because i know that it can be an issue or can be hard when it comes to this show I just hope they fix up for the next season. But let me know what your thoughts are. Use the hashtag I'm over it. Use the hashtag, please. Let me know what your thoughts are when it comes to this particular podcast. Do you guys agree? Do you guys disagree? I would really appreciate it if you guys would let me know. Let me know, child, guys, if you guys agree or disagree. Have a great day. Positivity is key, guys. Please remember to enjoy the rest of your day. Meditate, breathe, inhale, exhale. Thoughts are... And remember who you are as an individual, as a person, especially if you're going through rough times. And I know it can be so hard because I'm currently going through rough times, child. But you just have to just, you really have to just contain yourself and carry on. Anyways, guys, I've been talking for a while. I'll catch you guys soon for another podcast. 
Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening. And if you have, then tell a friend to tell a friend. You can listen to my podcast on Apple, Spotify, and via the ACOS app, or wherever you guys are listening to your podcasts. Don't forget to use the hashtag I'm over it. And don't forget to click that button and subscribe for consistent content. Follow me on my Instagram and Twitter, Murad underscore Murali, and enjoy the rest of your day. Positivity is key. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.